0: about this before too like time and age you and i both it's something that like i feel seen when we talk about this because we both are like "Mm -mm, i am not going to talk about my age i am not going to talk about my birthday like i just want it to be over with i want to pretend like it's not even happening most years because it's weird like getting older is just weird and um i think what was it even your 18th birthday right like before you moved to california it was a big deal yeah it's it well
1: well for me it's just like you like for me i i just have like these expectations about where i would be and what i was doing like unrealistic expectations right which is the issue like Mm -hmm. you just have like these dreams that somehow come in like become realistic to you in a way if that makes sense and it's like oh Yeah, I was going to be a famous actor by the age of 18 in small town Wisconsin when I was doing no work to try to become an actor. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, yeah, of course, like age, especially 18 at that point. But it's also like with going into the unknown and keep aging, especially when, well, I always go back to like school and college just had so much structure. And now it feels life is unstructured. So it's like building that structure and finding that structure is always like a a challenge.
0: Yeah. And and, and building that structure on your own, like there's no teacher giving you the guideline. There's no syllabus. There's no uh, um, sort of like goal to achieve aside from your personal hopes and dreams. These like Uh, not innocuous, but these ideas that you have about what your life is going to look like, it's completely up to you to manifest them and to figure out like what the next step is. If it's something you really want to aspire to, like, okay, well, if I really wanted to be a famous actor, you know, I do have to start somewhere. So, so if if I audition for this show, is this the right show or do I move Do I Am I living in the right place? And, um, do I have the most opportunity where I am? I think, I think you moving from the Midwest back, even back in 2011, that was your whole thing. Like California, moving out west, going to school at Irvine, that was that was working towards your goal of just physically being in a place that you had better opportunities to chase those goals. Yeah. And that's like that's where it started for you and with school and improv and everything else you did. Um, you know, like it is <laughs> to say the least, we don't know a damn thing about the industry aside from it's really freaking hard to get into it. So if I want a nice home, stability, a job, a life where I'm not sort of breaking my back to get into this industry, life changes. Yeah. And that's kind of what – that's, you know, that's what happened is life just sort of had a different plan for you. Yeah. Do you, do you feel that way? I guess I guess building off of sort of how much has changed, you know, yes, we've both gone on adventures and I jetted away to South America for two months, but that was mostly because I had no idea how to how, – <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I had changed my major like four times in school, like trying to find the path and sort of that timeline in our heads of what we think we're going to look like at a certain age, figuring out like what I wanted to do. My goodness, it's still something that I work on every day. And and maybe with you going into tech, you know, how did that – I'm just – I've always been curious, like, What sort of brought on that passion for you or where did the gears shift once you moved to California?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I always had like a passion for like technology, um, even in Wisconsin. Um, I mean, I, I didn't know exactly like how though, because, um, well, whenever anyone like cell phones were super cool back in the day. Now they're just like slabs of glass. It's like, I can look at a window if I want to see a slab of glass.
0: We can't wake that up right now oh man that's so so many feelings about cell phones and technology (laughs) wait you oh yes yeah yeah it's a whole honestly it's a whole thing for me of like people and technology i agree slab of glass please continue yeah
1: but uh like yeah back in the day i would be the person who are who would be like oh you want a new ringtone let me go through your settings and change that because i was the cell phone expert so I was, I don't know. I just loved like seeing people's cool cell phones. It's like, oh, you have the uh, Motorola X25 or whatever. That's, I don't think that's real. But like.
0: I was thinking of the Razor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Motorola Razor. That was like the phone, the phone. in phone. And I
1: love like Molly had the Katana and she was like, but the Katana is so much cooler. I'm like, no, it's, it's the Razor. Do not, sorry. See, I, I like cell phones. The face you're giving me oh. is like, you do not remember this.
0: I'm only thinking of the sword. It's been a it's been a minute. I'm like Molly did not have a katana. <laughs> that girl should not wield swords freely in public.
1: Well, no one should wield a sh- sword for really <laughs> in public.
0: Fair, that's fair.
1: But I I think she can do what she wants. If she has okay. a katana. Live your life. You do you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> She's a dear friend of both of us. Well, so yes, she'll appreciate that you're like, live your life, girl. <laughs>
1: and she doesn't need me to tell her that
0: no oh gosh no (laughs) but no but like that's so true so you were you were like the cell phone guy who if anyone didn't know how to like go into their settings or change something or you kind of knew like secondhand knowledge uh or or more more, something more in depth like you kind of always had that leg up on people
1: i suppose or like i cared more about like going into the settings than like people who just want to like make calls (laughs) you know so like it kind of started there and then like I took like a programming course in high school like oh this is interesting so then I continued that in college I'm like oh this is interesting and that's like kind of how I landed where I'm at like I like both things yeah but yeah and that's where I am right now
0: yeah working on (laughs) as we all are our our, our our side hustle along with our full-time job and but both are programming for you like finding your own sort of venture with programming and also you pro, you code right you do coding for yeah, yeah. For, for a living yep. okay
1: I mean yeah. yeah one aspect as well as <laughs> one a- other sure. things as I will not job.
0: pigeon I won't pigeonhole you but oh, yes course, yes coding is coding is a part of your job working in computer systems and, and development I know I think you've done like app development and things like that too. Yeah so very opposite of my skill set it could not be funnier so why
1: what what would you (laughs) define as your skill set though (laughs)
0: oh the face you
1: gave me (laughs) see this is the thing about a podcast it's like okay the face that you gave me was very like oh where do i start oh you just (gasps) opened a box that could be named pandora pandora's (laughs) box we got there we got there (laughs)
0: so funny oh
1: you know it
0: my whole being is centered around humans talking to humans getting to know them you want to dig into the settings of a cell phone (laughs) i want to dig into the settings of humans like what makes you tick why do you act the way you do uh what are like your central grounding aspects that keep you going and i've noticed this so much more since coming back from chicago so speaking of adventures like This girl, I lived in Ecuador for two months, came back to Wisconsin, lived in Wisconsin, all over the place. And then for six months last year, just up and moved to Chicago, mostly because I could. uh, And because we all just have that opportunity in our 20s with no kids or a marriage to be like, yep, I can live in other places and I'm going to give it a try. And I didn't I didn't like it didn't work for me. Having that experience and coming back, coming back to Madison And now working at work where everyone just wants to be your buddy and everyone is so hyper-focused on that connection and sort of like making that a really positive workplace. Um, Especially during the pandemic, like some people, you end up asking them a work question and they haven't socialized in upwards of two weeks. Like they've only seen their pets or they've only seen their spouses. So everything becomes about like, how are you? How are you doing? Like, where are you struggling? What are you going through? And I just love it. Yeah. It's It sometimes brings up some really interesting factors if you are someone who's just willing to listen because i think that we live in a society where people just wait to talk and being that person who's just sitting here like paying attention asking questions keeping it about them not like cross-talking and saying oh yeah here's an experience i had that relates to yours but now the conversation is about me like not downplaying their feelings oh man all the books i've read Holy cats, that's me. That's like my skill set and something that I thrive on. And essentially sort of what I want to focus my career on is is that human connection factor. Um being I will I will never be as cool as her, but being like <laughs> someone similar to Brené Brown. Like I don't have a PhD in sociology. I don't have tens of thousands of views of research yet, but I could get there. Yeah. I don't know what that path is yet. So that's where I'm at, and I just love it. I just love humans so much. <laughs>
1: that's so awesome. I mean, that's so awesome to, like, recognize that and, like, understand and, like, know why something works and why something, like, doesn't work. Like, I, I feel like that's, that's like, under underplayed, under, like, appreciated, like, or not mm-hmm. known that, like, that's, like, huge. So that's, like, awesome that, like, you know that and you can, like, lean into that.
0: For California, like moving out there for me has always been an idea. So I've talked to so many of your friends about living out there. Yeah, and with, with you know, and your parents, your dad. I still saved a text from him. What a sweet, sweet man. I love your parents so much. Where he was like, we experienced so many great things that I can't, I can never replace. I married Erica. I like we met, you know, with with uh, the. their best friends that came out to your wedding. we had the boys and and we raised them in Chilton and he's like, "I can never replace those moments, but I also can't tell you that like but what but what how how did it go he's like i can't replace those moments but i also can't replace the quality of life that has greatly improved for erica and me like they're always doing something or they were before before the year 2020 Mm -hmm. like every year they were going every weekend they were going out somewhere they were super social they tried all of the um different farmers markets and concerts in the park like your dad has spoken so highly of just how your quality of life has changed because you don't have to worry about winter or you don't have to worry sort of like about these weird season changes. Like every day is fair game. And, it you know, it rains so rarely that um, sort of that transition was such a beautiful thing of like appreciate what got you there. And if you do make the move, understand that like it's going to be different, but you will also like you're going to sacrifice. You're going to sacrifice fall. Yes. You're going to have so many. You're going to have so many other things like. Had you not sacrificed fall and Concrete Mixers, like, Ugh. you never would have found Ben. Maybe you would have, you know, your paths, right, if you were meant to be together, which you obviously are. Mm-hmm. That path may have happened. Like, it could have been brutal, like, 20 years from now where all of a sudden, like, you guys had h- lived really different lives and then came together. Like, the timing of it just worked out so well for you. Like, your your stars crossed in college, and that's because you leapt and you took that leap, and I've I've forever had that idea in the back of my head. So it's always really interesting to find moments like this for me of where I just kind of sit with it. And I'm like, goodness. What? Yeah. What an idea. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) someday. It's just
1: so interesting too about, I mean, one thing that I struggle with is when, when do you know to make a change? Like what, what has to be in place in order to make a change? And like, why, why are, for me, why am I needing to make a change, and why am I making a change, or why do I want to? And it's like, those questions are so hard, you know. Like, like, when do you or do you want to move to California? You know, like when or how, like what goes in that process to make a decision? So it's absolutely. I mean the changes that i want to make or think of making or i don't know i don't know but um <laughs> you know it's it's yeah how do you make that decision that that's like the hardest part and it's it's just so incredible like especially with my parents like they were in that small town for um quite a while you know quite a few years and it's it's they made a a large change and it's like that's yeah. that's incredible because i don't know or it's not brought up in in media somehow, or it's not like it's not like a topic of conversation. Of like, change doesn't seem to be a topic of conversation. If that makes sense, so I just think it's incredible. Absolutely, yeah.
0: I think the indecisiveness around change is you're at like I completely agree with that. It's just not talked about. People don't talk about the fact like how money, how many months they spent weighing back and forth. Yeah. Or, like, where, how many years, what that looks like for them, how impulsive it was. Like, okay, what led to that impulse? Like, did things have to get really bad for them to say, I'm making this change? I I think in anyone who talks about it really openly, you know, they talk about this moment where they just knew. And it's sort of like falling in love where you just know. So I think there's, I don't know, like, it feels so... It feels like it's such a big, huge decision to make change. Yeah. But I get anxiety about that. Of like, is this, sign? Is, is this the sign? Am I, am I supposed to do this now? Like, one small thing will happen in my life. And I'm like, okay, is, is that what's telling me to make this change? And for California, like, moving out there for me has always been an idea. But again, like, when? When do you move on that idea? When has it become a reality that says, yes, this is the best thing for me right now? Yeah. Um, Because it, it won't, you know, our friendship has grown to such a place where nothing can can impact it. It's, it's solid. It's, it's beautiful and wonderful. Like we, we got past that so fast that having a long distance friendship and relationship has really just transpired into something I'm used to. I have like, you know, Laura is, is out on the East Coast. Like um, my cousins are in Arizona. I have friends in Seattle. Like I am so used to having this spread out love for humans that it almost is like, how would it affect the friendship, if I was physically to move to these places that are closer to my friends. That's an interesting question. Yeah. And even right after college for me, so I graduated, even though we're the same age, I, you know, because of Ecuador, I took a year off and did a victory lap. So I did a A five-year plan.
1: Nice. (laughs) No shame in that. I'm glad you went to Ecuador for sure.
0: Me too. Oh, gosh. What a whole, again, another whole episode of what it's like to just quit college and live in another country where you don't speak the foreign language or don't speak the native language, excuse me. So, so in making those impulse decisions, um, and, and realizing that right after college, you, my, my former roommate, Molly, and one of my like best gal pals all lived within two hours of each other in Southern California. And it was always my dream to live there Mm -hmm. was the hardest thing. I felt like such a fraud i felt like holy cats and i i just felt like i had put myself in a position where my life was going in the wrong direction right talking about like being on that road making these choices like how what our life is going to look like at a certain age and i just remember talking to i was like spatially aware at the time i was back in my hometown talking to my gal pal about the fact that she had gotten this job in california you had moved there, you know, a while back. And my old, my old roommate had moved there in April of the same year. And I'm just like looking around at my life. And it's just been interesting. You know, I, I am so grateful for everything that I've done up until this point. I'm so grateful for the toolbox that I have. I just think really this year in the pandemic, forcing me to slow down, forcing me to not have plans or all these distractions. It changes everything. Yeah. It just makes you reevaluate. Oh, yeah. Of where am I going? And, and for many of my friends, it's what do I want? This question that we've seemingly just ignored for so long because life just took over. We've had other things to do. We've been really busy with work. But now we're able to ask ourselves that. And it's gotten really interesting to see how that affects that anxiety around change. Yeah. Because we have no control over this change. We have to just react to this one. Yeah. And I hate it so much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I. you said so many good things that it's like just touching on a, um, it. It's interesting because like, it, it sounds like, right. You're talking about change and talking about like, when do I make like this decision and stuff? But it's like, I, I look to you because I see you going to Ecuador. I see you uh, trying to be a tour guide, or I mean, being a tour guide and trying trying out to see if I like it or not because I know I like traveling. And it's like, see me, you know, I've only had software engineering jobs, right? Or stocking frozen pizza at Walmart. Um, So, you know, I'm, my path seems very like, uh, very like, oh, it's like expected. And like your path is like, oh, let's go here, here and here. And I just like, I, I like admire like the courage it takes to, you know do and try all these things and to be adventurous like that because i feel i feel like that that's the way to live life right it's just to try these things and like find out who you are as a person through the experiences that you're going through so it's like for me i'm trying to well ideally i need to try experiences right like that in my mind that's what i need to do but like especially like now of course during these times it's like well now i have to try to f- piece that together I guess through reading things and like making a plan, I guess, or I don't, you know, plans are not going to work for a while now. But you know, it's just trying to like reflect, I guess. So it's it's just very interesting. Uh I don't know where I was going with that. But I just wanted to say like it yeah, changes is, changes is change. We're in a change shortage right now.
0: We're in a change shortage. <laughs> Oh, I love that. But also we're in a change influx. Like I feel like both are happening simultaneously where everything out of our control is changing so much that we've lost the ability to change things in our own lives. Like the world itself has shut down to these distractions and trying new things that we are we have a change shortage because all we can do are like six things for you're going to hate me. I'm going to love you forever, but I'll hate what you're about to say. But literally,
1: like, there there aren't enough, like, quarters and pennies in, like, currency right now. So we are in, like, a, a change shortage.
0: Oh, my God. You meant that. I
1: meant that in that sense, but I'm so glad. <sighs> like, you, you took that to another level, and I love it. I love it so much.
0: And you brought it. You just, you, like... You slingshotted that present right out of the air in Animal Crossing. <laughs> that present came crashing down and it's just full of quarters. It's a box of bells. A box
1: of bells.
0: Oh my gosh. That's too funny. What a little. <laughs> We're literally in a chain shortage. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's what improv that's gives too you too. Much. You know, like that moment. Yes. That's improv.
0: Yes, we are in a chain shortage and i also took that in a very deep and metaphorical way i love it oh that's too funny but that that is that's like it that's like maybe that's the thing that people don't talk about enough in just being an adult right cuz that's that sort of sense of not knowing what you're doing that idea you know, if we end up having our parents on here later, I feel like your parents and mine, you know, they've also been through such big life changes with the losses we've experienced and and the the moving across the country with your son who wants to go to college. That is such a monumental shift. And for them, I feel like they're in the exact same place. Like age, age be damned. No, everyone is just trying to figure this out. and And people maybe ask themselves these questions a lot more. Of like, how do I know if this is the right move? Like for your parents, how do we know that uprooting our life out of this small town to a state we've never lived in? How do we know that that's OK? We're leaving all of these friends that we love so much.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and I think oh, in, in getting into the settings of humans, right, of that concept of how you and I see change as sort of like an anxious thing. I try all these things, but my gosh, I'm, I, I love that you're fascinated and almost driven by it because on a day-to-day basis, I'm just literally trying to figure it out. And that's how it feels for me. So it feels super different than what, I guess, what I portray to others. And that is really interesting. So all these other people that make change look effortless or very adventuresome, maybe they're in the same boat. Yeah.
1: I mean, but also like you say all these people who make it look like that. I'm like, I have no idea who is showing me change.
0: You know? I've for me a huge part of it is people who've chosen like van life.
1: Oh. Every single
0: day of like trying to you build out this van and this this like mul- I guess home on wheels so that wherever you are, home is with you. And every day that's a new scene, that's a new parking lot. It's not sometimes it's not glamorous, but then you see it on YouTube or Instagram and it looks so glamorous. It's sort of this like societal shift towards like being more adventurous living that nomadic life of every day is something different. Um, it appeals to me. And maybe that's maybe that's why maybe because it is. I I am someone that really enjoys the thrill, sort of the thrill of the chase, I guess, of like, I don't know. That sounds cliche, but. No,
1: no. I. Yeah, that makes sense. That.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's super interesting. But
0: either way. Either way. Circling back to a. Figuring out whether or not to uproot your life is a feeling that I'm very familiar <laughs> with. <laughs> Intimately familiar with that.
1: That tree has grown its roots deep into Oof. the earth.
0: Oh, it has. It has. In Chicago, I mean, I made that decision. Yeah,
1: see, that's, that's yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, But again, there were very specific things that happened hindsight's always 2020 20, and you see that moment of like that's where it happened that's where that decision was made for me um so too right wherever this pandemic leads wherever we end up if we end up changing something if, if you want to try new things like you'll make that decision sometime but then a year a year from then a year later you'll look back and go oh gosh i thought that at the time it felt so like I guess I'm just gonna do it and then you look back on it, and you're like, no, I, you could see this coming a mile away. Like it's always, it's yeah. That hindsight is always twenty twenty, 20. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I always, I mean, my gosh, I always encourage you to try new things. Like you, you absolutely have your love for improv and, you know, taking classes again or whatever that ends up being for you. Like you, you're, you have so much. Excitement towards trying these new things, and again, I think it is really just that, like that decision-making process of yes, it's easier to just like keep going with your life, and there's also that opportunity that you don't want you don't want your core to say what if?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I I don't think especially well up till now looking back I don't think I have any what ifs so that's like good. <laughs>
0: I loved it. that is really good
1: <laughs> but also also something i I've also realized about myself is uh, I enjoy I enjoy like knowing things but not necessarily like having to do them if that makes sense so like when I program like so i I work uh, on the front end uh, in the web browser I write like JavaScript, and that that space itself is like changing very rapidly it always changes. I don't really know why. Maybe I did at one point, but whatever. But it, like it changes rapidly. So it's like you can learn a new technology like every day and you'll never like catch up. So it's like, well, I I want to try things, but I, I get more enjoyment from like reading like and I know, oh, I know like all these concepts. I know that if I need to pick it up, I can just pull up the docs and like write it out. So like in a similar vein, like even like making the podcast, right? I think I researched this or I shouldn't say research, but like it's been in the background of like saved articles and stuff for like over a year, right? So it's like I've been like looking at this stuff and I'm like, well, maybe do I want to start it or do I just like enjoying, um, you know, reading about the tools to get me there, which is strange. So I don't know. So there's something, aspects of that as well.
0: That's interesting. Are there other things that you've read about that have fascinated you that you haven't done anything with.
1: Hmm. Well, that's, that's a good point because I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. So it's like, well, maybe the things I'm reading about, I should just try. If there's only a few of them, it's like, oh, maybe that's something interesting that I want to try.